Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. Today on the Mystery Kids Podcast, we'll be talking about the strange Winchester mansion. Welcome to Mystery Kids Podcast. First, a huge shout out to our newest patrons. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. So we've got five, the Granamans. We've got Benson, Griffin, Nora, Quinn, and Lottie. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, you wonderful family. They said that every time they get in the car, they have to play a Mystery Kids episode. That makes me so freaking happy. All right, we've got Avery True. Thank you so much, Avery. And Fox Cooper. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Sarah Winchester was born in New Haven, Connecticut, and she was born to upper class parents around 1840. They had a very luxurious lifestyle. They loved all the finer things in life. So her father was named Leonard Party. He was a successful carriage manufacturer, while her mother was popular in the upper society of New Haven. Their family had thought it was extremely important that their children were well-rounded. So Sarah had learned four languages as a child, and she was actually admitted into the Young Ladies College Institute at Yale College. Her high position in society put Sarah in an excellent position for a marriage to an equally privileged man. By the time their daughter was ready to marry, her parents already had someone in mind that she would be taking care of for the rest of her life. And his name was William Wirt Winchester. He was the only son of the firearms manufacturer, Oliver Winchester. William was heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. So this company had made a name for itself as one of the first mass producing firearms with the ability to fire multiple rounds without reloading. And in 1873, that model was incredibly popular with settlers and was widely used across the American Indian Wars. So between the massive sales that the Winchester rifle had and its increasing popularity, this Winchester family was quite, quite wealthy. They had a large fortune. And that would really attribute to what Sarah Winchester is well known for later in her years. So William and Sarah Winchester married in September of 1862, and during the marriage, William worked as a treasurer for his family's company alongside his father. And four years into the marriage, Sarah bore a beautiful daughter named Annie Party Winchester, and William and Sarah loved 
Annie so much. They were so excited to finally have their little baby. Sadly, their joy was very, very short-lived. 40 days after her birth, the young Annie would end up dying of a rare disease, which the body suffers malnutrition because it's not able to metabolize proteins. So many people said that Sarah never really recovered from the death of her infant daughter. Um, Although her and William became married, she was just increasingly distressed. Um, She was really saddened by this loss, which I can only imagine. And so over the source of the companies and her own wealth, in her eyes, the Winchester family business profited from the death. And that was something she truly couldn't cope with. To make matters even worse, William's father, Oliver, died in 1880 and left the, left the company in the hands of his only son. And just a year later, William suddenly fell ill and he died from tuberculosis, which left Sarah with everything. Sarah Winchester now had quite the fortune. She had $20 million, which would be about $500 million in the present day. And she also had 50% stake in the Winchester Arms Company. Although she never took a position in the business, her stake left her with a continuous income of $8,000 a day, or in 2019, it was $26,000 a day she was making. She actually went to a Boston medium at this time. And a medium is someone who can reportedly um, speak with the dead. And so she supposedly channeled the spirit of her late husband. And he told her that she should leave her home in New Haven and travel west. And that's where she would continuously build a home for herself and the spirits who had fallen victim to the Winchester Rifles. So this is when she left Connecticut and headed for California. She may have simply sought out a change of setting or something to keep her occupied while she had her long depression, but she truly believed that heading west and continually building a house would keep the spirits at bay who had fallen victim to her husband's firearms. In 1884, she actually purchased an unfinished farmhouse in the Santa Clara Valley in California. This is where she began building her mansion. Carpenters were hired and worked on the house day and night until it rose to seven stories. She actually did all of the additions herself, so she didn't hire any architects. Um, She wanted it to be in a haphazard fashion, so it was a very strange-looking building. And as a result, the mansion contains numerous oddities, such as doors and stairs that don't go anywhere, windows overlooking other rooms, and stairs with oddly sized risers. Many people theorize that because of the odd layout of the house that it's truly haunted. With the earthquake of 1906 in this area, the house had been seven stories high and the carpenters may have been brought initially to repair the damage caused by the quake. Today, it's actually only four stories tall. The house was predominantly made of redwood, as Mrs. Winchester preferred this wood. However, she disliked the look of it. She therefore demanded the fox green and stain to be applied. This is why almost all the wood in the home is actually covered. 
It took 20,500 gallons or 78,000 liters of paint were required to paint the house. So the home itself is actually made with a floating foundation, and that's why it didn't completely collapse in the earthquake that happened. This foundation allowed the home to kind of shift freely because it's not completely attached to the brick base. And that's why the home was saved. So now this home has roughly 161 rooms, including 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, one completed and one unfinished, as well as 70 or 47 fireplaces and over 10,000 panes of glass, 17 chimneys, with evidence of two others that used to be there, two basement levels, and three elevators. The Winchester property was about 162 acres at one time, but the estate has since been reduced to 4.5 acres, um, which was to help contain the house and the nearby outbuilding. Now, no expense was spared in this home. It has gold and silver chandeliers, hand inlaid parquet floors and trim, and a vast array of colors and materials. And due to Mrs. Winchester's debilitating arthritis, a special easy riser stairway where it was installed so that she could get from floor to floor. There was only actually one working toilet in this entire home. All the other restrooms were decoys to confuse the spirit. And she also would sleep in a different room every single night to keep the spirits confused. Some things that were kind of rare during this time of construction because um, she was so wealthy, she could put in things that typical homes at that point didn't have. There was a steam and forced air heating, modern indoor toilets and plumbing, or toilet, push button, gas lights, and Mrs. Winchester's personal and only hot shower from indoor plumbing. There was also three elevators in this home. This home was so beautiful. One of the things that she did to make it extremely beautiful was having stained glass windows. Um, they were created specifically for her, including uh, what's known as the spire web window that features her favorite web design and a repetition of the number 13. In fact, this window was never installed, but it exists in the so-called 25,000 storage room. It's named because the contents were originally appraised at the value of $25,000, but the value today is estimated to be about $405,000. Since moving to San Jose, Sarah Winchester definitely made a name for herself because of her obsession with building this strange house and with the afterlife. So she had to put up with a lot of rumors that she was completely insane, that she was supernaturally possessed for the rest of her life. In September 1922, Sarah Winchester passed away peacefully in her sleep. And when she passed away, all of her possession, apart from the house, were given to her niece and her personal secretary. So her niece took everything she wanted and she actually sold the rest in a private auction. It supposedly took six trucks working eight hours a day 
for six weeks to remove all the furniture from the home. Since Mrs. Winchester never mentioned the mansion in her will, and the appraisers considered the house worthless during the damage caused by their earthquakes, the unfinished design and the impractical nature of its constructions, you know, with doors going nowhere, it was sold at auction to a local investor for over $135,000. And it was leased for 10 years to John and Mamie Brown, who eventually purchased the house. In February 1923, five months after the Winchester death, the house was open to the public, and Mamie Brown served as the very first tour guide. You absolutely can take a tour of the Winchester Mansion if you would like to go see this strange build. I 100% would say I'd love to go see it if I lived close to this area. So the Winchester Mansion, if you'd like to go visit, is... $41.99 if you are ages 13 to 64. Ages 5 through 12, it is $19.99. They've also added some other things there. We've got the Houdini Spirited Escape, which goes perfectly with a couple weeks ago's episode. We've got axe throwing there, the Sarah Winchester Garden Tour, and the ADA Tour. Just reading off their website, this is an event you'll remember. Many locations claim to be unique, but nothing compares to the Winchester Mystery House. If you're truly looking for a distinct one-of-a-kind setting for your milestone event or special occasion, reserve a place that delivers on uniqueness many times over. Whether you are looking to celebrate your wedding, a birthday, or anniversary party, corporate event, holiday party, or special occasion, the Winchester Mystery House is the venue for you. Give your guests an experience they will talk about for years to come. So 100% you can rent out the space for your wedding, um, your party, whatever you would like to do there. I just, I'm cracking up because I'm I mean, I'm already married, but I think it would be hilarious to get married at the Winchester Estate Wedding. And there's even a picture of a beautifully new married couple standing at the door to nowhere at the top of the house. This is fantastic. I will try to include that on our website, mysterykidspodcast.com, so you can see it for yourself. Well, thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. Make sure that you give us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts of five stars, like always, and head over to Mystery Kids Podcast on Instagram and make sure you're following us. Thank you so much, and you have a fantastic week, Mystery Kids. Thanks for listening.